You're listening to the Plano Pulse, a Plano Chamber podcast keeping you in tune with the heartbeat of the local business community. It's time for the Plano Pulse. We here at the Plano Chamber are working hard on our 2021 events now. We would love to partner with you as a sponsor, buy virtual tables for your employees, and many other ways. We'd love to connect with you and get you more information on how you can partner with us on these great events. Find out more at planochamber.org or contact any Plano Chamber staff. Thank you for joining us for Plano Pulse. I'm Kelly Marcellus, President and CEO of the Plano Chamber. And I'm Steve McSwain, Board Chair for the Plano Chamber of Commerce. Let's start by introducing you to today's guest. Carol Graysdorf is Program Director for Leadership Plano, a role which she previously held from 2005 to 2007 and again in 2014 through 2018. She previously held the role of Chief Communications Officer for Plano ISD for 12 years and currently consults with the Art Center of Plano. Joining Carol is Bob Kerr, and he is Chief Technology Officer of Kerr Technologies and the incoming Chair of Leadership Plano. He is a graduate of the Leadership Plano Class 36, and I'm sure he'll tell us that that's the best class ever, and has served on the advisory board since July 2019. Carol and Bob, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Well, as a graduate of the best class ever, Class of 29, I'm very familiar with the program, uh, but for our listeners who may not be familiar with it, um, can you give us a quick overview of Leadership Plano, please? Sure. Leadership Plano is a nine-month program focusing on community awareness, building on personal strengths, and leadership. Our goal is to create leaders for the civic, nonprofit um, communities in Plano and to help create a more aware community. The past year, I mean, 2020, and as we start 2021, has been different for, for, for all of us. And that's the same case for Leadership Plano. And for the first time since the program began, we didn't have a Leadership Plano class in, during 2020 and 2021 so far. Can you tell us a little bit about why the LP Advisory Board made that decision to wait on having a class and opting rather than opting for a virtual experience? Yes, we thought of leadership programs re- really re- require a lot of personal interaction and re- require personal relationships. And one of the, the most important parts of kicking off leadership program is a um, two-day retreat. And we felt that that was one of the most important things to get us started. And with not being able to do that because of safety concerns, we decided it's better just to make sure we, we get the option to do it right. And I remember kind of that conversation, Bob, early on and, you know, that we were having to make that call really early in the pandemic and we really didn't know exactly, you know, what it was going to look like. And those those live tours and and things we thought would just be something, you know, having not gone through the program myself yet, uh, I haven't seen some of those. But to hear all of the graduates talk, that was just a key component that I know you guys really wanted to preserve. No, that's that's exactly right. And, you know, in, in particular, the that retreat is is where things really start to happen uh, from day one. And without that, we we felt that the class would have been hindered quite a lot. And as you mentioned, we, we just didn't know what was going to happen. Hospitals told us that uh, they weren't prepared to have us come on site, et cetera. And with that being the case, we just felt it was it was better to postpone and 
hopefully things will come around and we feel pretty good about what's coming up this next year. Just to kind of follow up on that, uh, with the vaccine rollout well underway and uh, numbers uh, decreasing of, um, you know, of infections, we are preparing for an in-person class this fall. Um, can you let us know what uh, you guys have done to plan for uh, getting class members to feel safe when they come back to in-person uh, experience, learning environment? Sure. Um, we are planning right now for various contingencies. So there's plan A, plan B, plan C, and on into the future. Um, what I can promise um, the people that are listening is that the program will continue to be robust, that class members will have an opportunity to meet in person with elected officials, city leaders, and business executives to get a wide-ranging overview of how Plano works and to experience memorable hands-on activities. We'll be flexible. We're learning from others. Um, some pro leadership programs in the Metroplex met virtually for during the past year. Some met in person with all kinds of safety protocols in place. So we're going to be able to pivot as we need to make changes if there is any surge or return. And we will emphasize safety so that class members feel comfortable. That's all part of leadership. We want the class members to take control and, and be leaders as we move forward. Yeah, and I think it's important to mention that, you know, the classes don't actually start until September. So we are keeping a very close eye on that. So it's not an immediate, immediate return. But even as we return to in-person meetings, very hopefully sooner than later, um, some places will still likely not be open to the public. You know, you think about um, our local hospitals, for example, and I know that that's a real treat for the class to be able to go in and get um, a very hands-on view of our fantastic healthcare systems that we have here in Plano. So how will you adapt the curriculum for sessions that may not be able to include those site visits? Certainly being able to get the top medical personnel, for example, if we're talking hospitals, to meet with us if we have to be at a different venue, we can bring the people that know what they're doing to us. We can use all kinds of technology, including video and podcasts like this for the class members to learn because one of the things they get out of this, this experience is seeing what's the latest and greatest in, in every aspect of the community, how the business community has adapted to the new way to work, how hospitals have treated COVID and what the impact has been on them. So I think if we have to go to technology, if we can't be at the places we're used to being at, we're going to, going to make it work. Well, as uh, Kelly or as um, Kelly mentioned earlier, that uh, you know things are different and have been for the last twelve months um, with the pandemic and major social movements um, all over the country. Do you do you envision uh, current events changing uh, the curriculum for this year's class for uh, Plano's leadership? Thank you, Steve. Great question. This is you know the issues that we're facing right now are not new, right? Right. I mean, they've been around for a long time. We in Leadership Plano have always placed an emphasis on inclusion and diversity, and we will continue to do so. I think like many organizations around the nation, we're trying to figure out 
what's the best way? And what's the best way to have these conversations about implementing change and addressing inequities? But what I'm excited to tell you is that our current board members have already begun leading crucial conversations with alumni of Leadership Plano on these issues. And they're, they're tackling action steps. What can we actually do like mentoring youth and, and talking to each other? So yes, that will be part of our program ongoing. We have some more questions for Carol and Bob, including how you can apply to be a part of Class 38. But first, we're going to take a quick break. Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining the Plano Folds podcast today. Please be patient with us, and you may hear a few imperfections as we record virtually. We look forward to getting back to recording in person soon. Enjoy. Welcome back to Plano Pulse. We're here with Carol Graysdorf. Program Director for Leadership Plano, and Bob Kerr, Incoming Chair of the Leadership Plano Advisory Board. Thanks again for being here today. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. Yes, we appreciate your time, uh, and our listeners also are going to appreciate uh, the information you're sharing. So as you mentioned earlier, Carol, uh, you've actually led this program on two uh, previous occasions and coming back for your third tour of duty. How does it feel to come back to the program, especially in such a pivotal time and coming out of a pandemic? and all those items that, that are going on right now. How do you feel about that? Well, <laughs> talk about recycling, right? <laughs> I have loved my terms of office working with Leadership Plano. Um, you get to meet the most interesting group of people and create close bonds with them. Um, I'm still friends with so many of the people that have gone through classes previously. So this makes me very happy. Um, Leadership Plano has been a force for good in Plano for nearly 40 years. I've been a class member myself. I've served as chair of the Leadership Plano board and program director. And though we had a, a brief hiatus this year, we're going to build on the history of the program and the work of previous program directors who were among the most prestigious and giving servant leaders that our community has ever had. And whether it's um, the late David McCall or Andre Davidson, John Anthony of Collin College originally, so many people have um, built this program and I'm happy to stand on their shoulders. So we're excited to share that Medical City Plano will be returning as the presenting sponsor for Leadership Plano again this year. And our business community support for this program is so important, not only through the sponsors that we bring on each year, but also through especially our larger employers providing um, applicants to the program. So tell us a little bit more about how local businesses support the program and why it's so important for the future of our community for them to be involved. Yeah, Kelly, the programming for LP is not fully covered by tuition. So because of that, we actually seek involvement and support from the business community to make sure that everything is fully funded. Once class starts, we want to be sure that the applicants are getting the best possible leadership uh, training they can get without having to incur any more expenses during the year. Any businesses or individuals who sponsor get the opportunity to uh, present to the classes, to be in front of them, to provide materials for the classes, uh, and get promoted on the LP website as well. 
So if anybody's listening and is interested in learning more about sponsorship levels and benefits, please contact Carol or, Carol or Kelly to discuss the opportunities. Nice pitch there, Bob. I like it. Um, so uh, you were a, a graduate of Class 36 and will be leading the Leadership Plano Advisory Board beginning in July. Can you tell us uh, more about your Leadership Plano experience and, and why you would encourage members of the community um, to apply and participate? Steve, Leadership Plano has positively touched all aspects of my life. On a personal level, I now have friends that I would not have otherwise met. When my wife and I go out and about around Plano, we constantly run into people I met through LP. Professionally, I've been exposed to a lot of different business leaders uh, that, again, I would not have been exposed to. And we are now in a position to where we can actually help each other in our own businesses. From a volunteer point of view, I'm now actively serving in several leadership roles in many different important charitable organizations in our community. I find all this to be very rewarding, and my family and I feel so much more connected to the community. LP graduates can expect their own personal and professional growth, and they will find that they will be in a better position to make their own contribution to society as well. It is no coincidence that many of our community leaders are graduates of this program. Well, it's interesting. Um, you know, you, you touched on a couple of things, and, and I had heard about Leadership Plano and, and other leadership programs from uh, Chambers, and, and not going through it yourself, you really don't know the education involved. Uh, you learn so much about the city. I mean, I've, my wife uh, was one of the, her family was one of the first 500 pa- uh, families in the city of Plano. And you, and I, so I've been here, we've been, we've been here uh, 30 some odd years and you, you drive by places and you don't even realize what's there. And it's, so it's so educational and you get to, like you mentioned, uh, you get to meet leaders of large organizations and of the city, uh, the mayor, the city manager, the fire chief, the police chief. And, uh, and those really go on. Uh, it's not just a one-time thing. You take those with you and it kind of makes you feel like Plano is like the largest small town around. It's a, it's, it's a town of, uh, you know, almost 300,000 citizens, but it still has a small town feel and you, you can go and, and, and visit with the mayor or the fire chief or, or whatever you need. And, and this is an educational program to let you know kind of the, uh, the, the roadmap on how to get uh, more information. Uh, so I just want to follow up on that. I think you're spot on with that. And Leadership Plano, even though I admit it, I haven't gone through this program yet. Um, I but am we a, hope you will. <laughs> I will, I will. Um, I ho- hopefully I will if I'm accepted. But um, I think leadership, you know, I have gone through another community's leadership program. And you're right, Bob, the, the relationships that you build is is so incredible. And each individual class really connect and, and stay in touch, like you mentioned. But there's also a larger alumni community. So with a class that's entering its 38th year, I mean, we have built a very strong collective community of alumni. What are your plans this year for keeping our Leadership Plano alumni engaged in the community and how, and how can they get more involved? Thanks, Kelly. I'll, I'll hop on that. And Bob, if you have anything to add, please do. We truly count on our alumni to ensure that the program continues to thrive. Um, In addition to having an advisory board that helps guide the annual program, we host a number of events that we hope will be of interest to alumni. Some Some are just social, an opportunity to get together and reconnect. 
This year, we hope to um, offer a leadership 2.0 or whatever you want to call it program for alumni to help them um, develop, continue to develop their leadership skills and um, learn more about what are the latest trends in leadership development. You know, we also invite alumni to serve on our planning committees. So if um, anyone is interested in um, helping plan a session, we'd love to have them serve on that committee. We have several people, alumni, who every year say, I want to help with this public safety day because they're passionate about our, passionate about our first responders and they want to be a part of uh, our teaching the class about the important role they play in keeping our community safe. So we hope they'll contact us. They can certainly reach me at leadershipplano at planochamber.org and, and let us know if they want to be more personally involved. Well, that's great. Um, uh, thank you so much, Carol. It's great. It's, it's, it's really cool that you, you're coming back for the third time. And you, you probably have some insight that others don't because you, you've been around for uh, several different um, eras, I, I'd say, uh, during this process. <laughs> I'm not quite evolution. that old. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say generations. I said, you know, just different, different times, different points in time. So uh, let's get back. Let's get down to the details. So uh, we've talked about the value of it uh, and, and what it's done for people. Um, can you tell us how our listeners uh, that is, can you tell them how they can apply to be part of class 38 and, and also uh, kind of behind the curtain, what is the selection process like and what criteria are, cons uh, are considered and then also the timeline of the whole process? Yeah, so online applications will actually begin on April 15th uh, with an, ab an absolute due date of June 15th. You need your application in by five o'clock that day. Candidates must live or work within Plano or within the Plano ISD boundaries. They must be members of the chamber or work for a, a company that has major operations in Plano. Um, candidates will be notified by Jul July 15th when they are accepted to the program. By the way, there is tuition. Tuition for chamber members is $1,350, and for non-members, it's $1,500. And I'll piggyback on that to say in terms of selection, there is a selection committee. They meet and review all the applications. And if I could emphasize that this committee takes those applications so very, very seriously, this should not be a just dash off the top of your head answer. It should be the, the questions have been seriously considered, so they give us the best information, and the answers should be carefully considered so that we really get a picture of why this person would be a good fit for Leadership Plano, and more importantly, why would they be a good fit to assume leadership in the future for Plano? So we carefully look at, we, the committee, I'm not a member of the committee, but the committee looks carefully at the applications. They will select from among far more applications that we receive than we can truly accept. And we generally take a class of about 36. I would say this year, we'll be watching to see how health concerns are. If we feel we need to have a smaller class for safety concerns, that will be taken into consideration. 
But um, there, as, as Bob said, the application due date is for sure June 15th. We'll notify on July 15th and we will start the program with a retreat that is mandatory. Overnight, out of the city, some outdoor activities, some indoor activities, strength building, and activities can be adapted, but it is important that people realize that it will be overnight, outdoors, and indoors, and is mandatory. And is great. Oh, no, I was going to say, what is that saying? 30 people leave as strangers and return as friends? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> that is that is one of the best part of the parts of the program. Um, I, I still have very fond memories of that. Um, so you went through the timeline and that there's careful selection. Um, is there a consideration of uh, diversity within the selection process? And by that, I mean um, types of businesses uh, and represented and nonprofits represented and um, and that type of thing. Is that considered? Absolutely. You know, we have class members that have ranged from the upper 20s to the 70s. So the program is good for the whole community. You know, there are people who have worked for 30 years, and that's all they've done and and done a good job at that. But now they're ready to get involved, and they want to serve the community. So at that end of the age bracket, to those who are in their early 30s and who want to figure out more about their community and where they're going to raise their family. Then you mentioned diversity. Indeed, we're looking not only for age, we're looking for ethnicity, we're looking for gender and race. We want a class that reflects our community. So um, in, in all aspects, and I did want to mention that we do have some scholarships available, not full scholarships, but um, there is some funding that is set aside to help um, where people are unable to afford the full tuition. And I think it's important to mention what a great um, professional development and you know, um, loyalty building program this is for employers. I think all employers should consider sending a staff member through or through the application process every year because it's a great way, especially after, you know, 12 months of being a little disconnected to really reconnect with people, with the community, with you know, your employer and and supporting your folks through a program like this is a fantastic way to do that. So um, Carol, just right, real quick before we wrap up, can you talk about the info session? Sure, thank you. On April 14th at 5.30 p.m., we will be having a Zoom information call where members of the board will have an opportunity to share their experiences and we'll go through all the detail of applying. Fantastic. For more information on that info session, you can check out the Chamber's website. Leadershipplano.org. Well, and with that, with that, that's all the time we have for today. Carol, Bob, thank you both so much for taking time to chat with us today and give us a sneak peek of everything we can expect for Leadership Plano's return. We're so thrilled to be kicking off this process and, um, and celebrating all that Plano has to offer to our community as we, um, as we emerge and get back to business. So. Yes, I would echo that. Thank you very much, Carol and Bob, for your time and and, uh, sharing uh, insight on Leadership Plano. Class of 38, which uh, could be very uh, uh, historic in coming out of a pandemic. And if uh, you as a listener out there, uh, you or your business would like to get in front of 
chamber members, contact the chamber for sponsorship opportunities for this program and others. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Plano Pulse. Please be sure to let us know what you think. Rate and subscribe to the podcast. Share with your friends and colleagues and be sure to tune in to our next episode. Hey everyone, Kelly Marcellus here, your president and CEO of the Plano Chamber. Are you looking to kickstart your Friday morning with dozens of local business owners and professionals? Set your alarm and join us for our weekly business interchange meetings for virtual networking worth waking up early for. Meetings are held at 7.30 a.m. every Friday morning on Zoom. Join us and share your 30-second commercial promoting your business and be the first to hear what's going on with other local businesses. Visit planochamber.org to learn more and we'll see you next Friday. Music